Hello, everyone. How are you all today? This is Uncle Sasana here. I am going to start this talk. I got um, a question, a couple questions, some on Instagram and some on stereo. And I'm going to answer some of those today. So I am Nkosasana, aka Mama Simba, aka Nkosasana Divine, aka Mama Lion, aka Lioness, aka all of the above, okay? And if you want to get to know me more, definitely go ahead and follow me over on Instagram and check out my website, Ansemble.com. That is A-N-K-H-E-M-S-L-E dot com. All right, let's get right into it. So I got a couple questions from a couple people. And I wanted to delve into the question about how I became an herbalist or why am I an herbalist or, you know, that type of question. First of all, what is an herbalist? (laughs) Well, at the basic level, an herbalist is just a person that practices herbalism or a person that basically uses herbs for for medical reasons. And herbalism is basically... um, So it's saying um, an herbalist is a person who practices herbalism and herbalism is basically when you use plant extracts and plants to heal and to use to um, bring about different effects and different events, different energies, things like that. So you're just using the nature A person who uses, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> shout out to cannabis, <laughs> one of my favorite herbs. <laughs> Got me all choked up right now. But anyhow, back to what I was saying. So an herbalist is basically someone who uses herbs for medicinal reasons, basically, and uses the extracts, the leaves, the roots, all different parts of herbs um, for different reasons. Um, Not to be confused with a botanist. That is someone basically that studies the biology of plants and, and plant life. And not to be confused with an alchemist who uses the different uh, compounds and elements to make new elements. Um, An herbalist can be a spiritual person. It can be a religious person. They can be of any religious background. (coughs) Herbalists are young, old. Herbalists are holistic in care of their body and nature. And herbalists are also... Um, I would say an opposite of being holistic is maybe a person who are, aren't as health conscious. Okay. 
You could be all those things and be a herbalist. And I'm going to try to keep this talk short and sweet today because I just really wanted to answer a question. So how did I become an herbalist? So how did I, you know, get into herbalism? Uh, I really feel it was my purpose. I would have been destined to be an herbalist and to deal with plants and herbs to be used as medicine. Um, I was, I think that's a part of my destiny. (laughs) It started off seeing my grandfather use different herbs, roots, plants to bring about healing in his body. That was when I was too young to even really understand what I was seeing. Then as I became a adolescent or young teenager, there was a roster that I met in my neighborhood. He blessed me to borrow his reference book. And the book was a book filled with herbal remedies. And I believe the name of the book was Herbal Remedies. And it opened my eyes to all of the many benefits of herbs. And I got a chance to see it right there on paper in my face and apply it. And at that time, I began just experimenting with things that I had around the kitchen. My next time being around early, remember I said that was early adolescence or early teenager years. My next time coming around herbs was, I was... 30 something in my 30s a couple years ago and I basically stumbled upon being the manager of a garden and um, it wasn't a really really big garden but it wasn't a small garden either and I ended up managing that garden by myself being a novice gardener I had help but I did most of it managed it on my own for about three or four seasons Maybe about two years I did that. And from there, what I was I was blessed to inherit a uh, plot that had thriving mint. It just, you know, mint grows wild and crazy. So I developed a relationship with mint. And mint started me off from mint. I went on to a couple of culinary herbs. Then I went on to more medicinal type herbs. My goal was to, I started off just wanting to make smudge sticks, (coughs) but as I went on into using the the mints for teas and using the herbs to season my foods, then I started to delve into my spiritual world and that led me to use the herbs for spiritual reasons, which would be in another talk. But that's how I got my start. And um, when you delve into the spiritual world, which includes many different things, it can be, you can start off anywhere and pretty much end up in the same um, areas. For example, let's say you started off in astrology. Astrology would still lead you towards tarot. Tarot would still lead you towards herbs and crystals crystals and then that will lead you to the chakras and then that will lead you to the numerology or maybe you started off with yoga and the chakras which led you to numerology which led you to tarot which led you to uh wiccan studies all of these things are gateways they're gateway drugs (laughs) for lack of better words 
each um, spiritual quest is a gateway for the next spiritual quest because they all are tied into each other. They all correspond. That's why when you look at different stones or you may read about a stone, it'll tell you all of the corresponding uh, things, energies. So, for example, let's talk about... <coughs> Let me go to, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't want to, I can. I don't want to go off the top of my head. So let's just go right over here. So for example, let's use the energy of, hold on. We're going to pick a stone and I'm going to tell you all about the corresponding energy that goes along with that stone. And you can tell me if this resonates with you in any area of your spiritual life. If I can just find the photo, I have like over, now I probably got over 15,000, maybe 20,000 photos in this phone. So bear with me. Okay, so we're coming up on something. Let's go ahead and look into the Malachite. Malachite. This is Azerite Malachite. I just want a regular stone. Mm-hmm. Regular Dagla stone. Okay. All right. So let's just go ahead and talk about green calcite. Now, calcite is, I'm not going to sit here and talk about calcite like I know what it is. <laughs> but green calcite comes in various shades of green, it res- corresponds with the color green. So already, with the color green, we can think of a couple things. One, we can think of growth. We can think of um, uh, renewing, things like that. So the chakra that it resonates with is the heart chakra and solar plexus. The heart chakra, normally when you have green stones, they resonate with the heart chakra. I believe the color of the chakra for the heart is green. We'll check back into that. The number that calcite resonates with is five. The element is fire and water. That green and white can be the water. And then um, the astro sign is Taurus and Pisces. Okay. So if that green resonates anyway, say, let's say you may be a Taurus and you like green or Pisces and you like green or you like the number five or, oh, and it has the planet of Venus and Neptune. The green is for the heart. The heart represents love. Love represents Venus. The feminine quality, uh, you know, the shades of green, waters, the woman, that type of thing. So all those things correspond all together. Let's look at something else real quick. So even if you were to go into, let's just pick one. What is this? Let's see if we can get reflexology to correspond. Well, not reflexology. No. (laughs) All right. Looking, looking at the heart chakra, we see that the heart chakra resonates with the element of air and rose quartz and adventurine they are both green and emerald no emerald and adventurine is, is green now do be careful with 
your correspondence. Do take time with it and see which correspondence resonates more with you because you're going to get a lot of information out there. So it's always best to get a first, second, third opinion. And after you get all those opinions, see what sits right within yourself, what corresponds with you, what resonates with you more because it's more important. (coughs) It's more important that something has with you. So for example, you may feel like to you, the color that represents love most to you is orange. Orange makes you feel love most because it reminds you of grandma's house and she used to always wear orange or grandma always had orange on her walls or grandma always had this orange bow. So if love is represented by orange and it's not red or pink for you, then that, so it is. You can't, it, and, 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 and furthermore, if you were to use the energy of orange or the color of orange in your manifestation work and your love, self-love, or any type of other love manifestation work, it would manifest better for you if you were to use an orange candle, an orange cloth, an orange um, photograph or whatever, rather than using a red or pink one. Okay. So that's just how I got into herbalism. Um, like I said, I think it was part of my destiny. It was destined to happen. Um, I also believe that it, it's a gateway type of thing. So the moment that I delved into crystals, I think I delved into crystals first. And then I, you know, turned around and fell into a garden. You know, it's all about the earth. It's all about the sun, that fire. It's all about water, you know, um, being in in air all of the elements and in the spirit yeah so that's it that's how i became an herbalist y'all so all i gotta say for tonight i am done but i'll be back with y'all another time to talk more about me and close asana so you can get more to know me more so that you all can really connect with me and we can exchange ideas we can exchange information we can share with each other we can learn together and grow together because that's what we're here for we're here to learn and grow together so it is i and kosasana aka mama simba aka mama lion aka lioness aka rebel goddess aka everything that you can think of peace out have a great night